the game on the line, he will. 44 yards, Bass. No, he doesn't make it. Wide right. Wow. The two most dreaded words in Buffalo. that one out yeah i like it hey welcome to this heartbreak monday it feels real yeah it's sad out there oh, in football land i don't know where mr bass is but shout out to you sir and shout out to bill's mafia our heart is broken for you. not only is it freezing cold there now oh. now you also lost so it's cold and you're sad oh buffalo i'm so like sorry there was a lot of the bars were full yeah angry drunks oh yeah tyler not. bass is get him out of get him out of buffalo yeah Send him to the West Coast. Yep. Yep. Let's send <laughs> him somewhere sunny. He's not safe there. Um, also, let's not have him kick in major field goals if he's been yeah. bad all year. Hmm. That's interesting theory. Interesting anyway, theory. Uh, yeah, welcome to episode number 81 of Bench with the Tovar Brothers. My name is Joey, joined by my brother, Angel. What up, dog? Hello. Monday, January 22nd, 2024. On this episode, we're going to get into the news and then, of course, recapping the divisional round. Uh, it was uh, a fun, fun round, a little bit of heartbreak, uh, some injuries. Um, some all-time finishes. I mean, it was a great weekend of football. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, as we're winding down here, two games left in the NFL season. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. These getting. I mean, it's getting pretty, uh, like, it's fun, but it's also sad because you're like, oh, man, there's only yeah. a few games on now. Then you remember the offseason is so much fun. It's very fun. The, the offseason headlines are just pounding, trying to knock the door down. Like, we are here. They're, Let us in. They're at the line waiting. Like, tell us when to go. We yes. are ready. Exactly. Um, the highlight, of course, I played was uh, Mr. Bass. What's his first name? Michael? Tyler. Tyler Tyler Bass missing the game-tying field goal there, breaking the hearts of the Buffalo Bills fan, who had been there for several days digging out snow so they yeah. can host the game. Now it seems kind of kind of messed up that they made him dig out all the snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the video of that guy, that grown man crying just – Bringing the beanie over his head, just full on pouty lips. Yeah. It's just like, man. Yeah, uh, that's, I, that's pain. That's you could only understand it as a sports fan. To see the home games of the Bills and the Lions, it was awesome. I know the the yeah. Bills lost and Shout Lions out to won. Those fan base, yeah, you guys showed up. They brought it. Both those stadiums were freaking electric. You, that Lions game, they're waiting for anything negative to happen to. Yeah. Uh, to the Bucks. Once it did, that thing like exploded with noise. I mean, for two fan bases that collectively you haven't won a Super Bowl in like seventy years, yeah. you guys really came with the enthusiasm. You guys brought the noise. Brought Love the heat. it. Uh, if you're watching here on YouTube, thanks so much for joining us. Please Hi. like the video, uh, subscribe to the channel. We're here three times a week, no matter what. Even though last week we uh, we missed Friday because well, I had the old kidney stones. Yeah, but we got here on Saturday and it was a good time. Okay, after the show, I did some. I did. I put on my doctor hat. Oh. And I went online and I went, uh, mm-hmm. I don't envy. I saw what happens and how it happens and how it's ended. It hurt so, my body. Yeah. I don't envy that as you, for you my body. or any man who has to go through that. Yeah, it was uh, it was an experience, but it's over now. And, you know, much like a lot of these players, I just tough through it. It's the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Playoffs, playoffs, dude. Playoffs, dude. Had to get a Saturday show out. Yeah, yeah. You're just <laughs> juiced up on uh, Tylenol. Uh, there was, uh, uh, I mean, the show was 28 minutes. Yeah. The, <laughs> it was our shortest show was it? of the year. Yeah. We, uh, but we said we need to say, and we got out, and, yep. I, and I went and tried to 
uh, let my body handle that thing. Yeah. You, Let's say that. Let, uh, yeah. Let nature run its course. Yeah, yeah. let nature do what nature does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're new to the channel, channel, welcome. Like I said, usually we, we're not talking about gold or kidney stones. No more gold stones. Had those before, too. Those are also terrible. But you were... Oh, you're two for two now. You know, hydration. You're just collecting the uh, and then you know infinity what, stones. You know what happened to... Oh, pun. Oh, yeah. Infinity nice, stones. Nice. <laughs> uh, you know what happened, too, is when you tell someone, like, hey, you know, I have a kidney stone, you get all these Instagram articles from all these Instagram doctors, like, this may have caused it. This may have caused it. So, apparently, now I can't have almond milk, oat milk, uh, coffee, uh, cheese. Also, the first reaction that you get when you tell people is like, oh, like, yeah, oh it's kind of gross. Sorry, dude. Kind of dirty. Like, okay, thanks for I mean, the- true story here. I might as well share it. When I had gallstones like 10 years ago, yeah. I went to the doctor, and he told me I had 22 gallstones. Oh. 22 of those bad boys. Shout out to Emmett Smith. I mean, you talk about pain. <laughs> I was just in the fetal position. You had offense and defense my dorm, lined up. In my dorm room, just like, please please call the ambulance. Please. And uh, You had a full roster on the field, dude. That was, yeah, 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All twenty-two. You were you were really going for it. Yeah, football's life. Uh, anyways, <laughs> welcome to the channel. Uh, glad you joined us. If you're new, uh, welcome. We'll be here all through the off season, of course, <clears throat> wrapping up this season. If you're listening on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcast, thanks for joining the audio version of Bench with the Tovar Brothers. And of course, follow us on Instagram, X, and TikTok, 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 TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, and then remember if. if you're ever having a conversation there, if you're ever TikToking with us. It's nothing. That's the thing. When you're messaging, it's called TikToking in TikTok. It's nothing. That's usually Angel. But anyway, uh, follow us on those platforms. Um, it's spelled at Benched Show, spelled just like that. And um, we've got a bunch of stuff going up there, and especially through the offseason and these coaching hires and free agency. Ooh, I got okay. goose pimples just saying that. You know how we put the word right here, benched? Yeah. I had someone tell me. They still don't know. How, sometimes they don't. Know, they don't know how to spell it because we just do the audio ver, uh, the visual version of how to spell it, but we don't tell you how to spell it. Yeah, I mean, so, so what do you recommend that we spell it out? No, which is a fun fact. So do the at sign, B E N C H D S H O W. There we go. At bench. We're show. doing that one time for that one person, and now we're done with it. We're gonna move on. I want, after the show, I want you to tell me who that was. Okay, I will. I'm going to send him a very angry text message. Okay. You made me stop the show and spell out the word benched <laughs> without an E. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so follow us on those platforms. Thanks for um, thanks for hanging with us all season long. Yeah. I mean, some of you have literally been with us all season long, and we appreciate you. Yeah, Honestly, whenever you join uh, this this uh, this boat, this ship, yeah. we appreciate you uh, hanging with us, and the numbers have been so good lately, and that's, that's all you guys. That's I don't know you why you would want to watch this stupid show, but here we are. I do. For football content. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> For football content. <laughs> For bananas. Uh, yeah. Wow, nice. That's called a segue. Let's get yeah. to Monday's Bananas Playoff Edition. All right. Want me to get started? Yeah. Sure you go first. All right. I want to do two bananas to Cole Hardman. Did you have that one? Yeah, you stole mine. Two bananas to Cole Hardman for his two touches that resulted in two fumbles and a turnover. He really sucks. He might be worse than Kadarius Tony. Yeah, he's not talked about as much as Tony is, but... He was truly ass yesterday. <laughs> he was trash. He was bad. I bad. mean, I don't, the Chiefs won the game, so it doesn't matter. But in the in what five yards away or whatever, inside five yards, Pacheco's averaging seven yards a carry. Let's do an end around to meet Cole Hardman. Just so we can fumble it through the end zone. Come on, Andy. What you got? Uh, 1,000 bananas to the memory of Sports Illustrated, who announced that they will be closing shop and firing everybody. Uh, we all have those fond memories of hiding the swimsuit, the swimsuit uh, edition from all of our parents. 
and now those days are over, and now its watch has ended. You know, when I saw this uh, news story came up, I knew that it would come up on the show, and I'm like, there's only one direction Angel's going with this. There's only one thing that's possibly going to come to his mind, and that's exactly what it was. I wasn't reading no damn articles, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting one time a year for the one special edition. 65... <laughs> 65 bananas to Josh Allen for the majestic bomb that never was. Fourth quarter, this man reared back and launched the ball, like Tony Romo said, into the stratosphere and then dropped it from space into the hands of Stephon Diggs just to see it go right through his hands and to the ground. But we saw you, Josh. Yeah. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, I'm going to give it one single banana to Bills kicker Tyler Bass because he needs a win. Just take a banana. That's very just, nice and, of you. And just go on, and just go to Cancun and forget all about this crazy sport that is football. I'm gonna go two for here. Ready? Okay. 62 bananas to my boy Jason Kelsey for literally shielding us <laughs> from Taylor Swift and her band of idiots. Literally with his bare chest. God, I love shielding him. us. He's so dope. I love you, Jason Kelsey. I freaking love that guy. I, if this is it, Jason Kelsey, what a way to start retirement. There was a shot of Tara Swift and Patrick Holmes' wife. I keep, I keep, I keep forgetting her name. Because it doesn't matter. Just like they're like hugging, doing whatever, and then Kelsey in the back just chugging the Bud Light. Still shirtless. <laughs> That's like still this guy, shirtless. He makes Chiefs games watchable now. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Two. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, two bananas here. This is kind of in the same vein here. To Ellie Kelsey. You know who that is. Uh, the yeah, the wife nope. of uh, nope, Jason Kelsey's daughter. Oh, uh, two bananas to Ellie Kelsey, daughter of Mr. Jason, niece oh. of Travis. Uh, when she saw her father shirtless on national television, she texted her mom, "Daddy's boobies are showing." Hey, shout out to Ellie Kelsey. What a line! What a line! What, what a, a bar! Line. Bars, dude, from this little girl. Bars. You want, you. you want me to wrap it up? You got another one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, a cluster of ripe bananas to CJ Stroud and Jordan Love. Listen, your season's over here. But thanks for the show. We enjoyed the ride, and we cannot wait to see you dominate the league for years to come. Love and Shroud came here, whipped, whipped some ass for one game, and now they go away to their separate to the separate corners and build for next year. Yeah, God, well, what mean, a what a that was a great weekend. What a gift we got these two quarterbacks emerging in the playoffs. Yeah, just to see them. I think I, I mean obviously you'd hope that they would go a little farther, but it was true David and Goliath stories. Oh yeah, weekend. I mean oh yeah, it's just just truly David and Goliath stories, and I thought they both showed well. Yeah. You know, obviously some mistakes in there. Stroud probably less so. He really got really, shut I, down. Really, I, I have that. I have that opposite. They, they didn't had. They didn't have an offensive touchdown. That that right. That but hurts. if you watched it though, like I, I was very impressed with yeah. Stroud that he didn't have a turnover. That he was doing everything he could. And Love played well. He just, I think he didn't have the weapons. I think Love obviously has way more weapons. He had a hundred yard rusher. Yeah. For the first time in fifty one games against the Niners. Yeah. Um. But he obviously he he played really well too. Had the turnover at the end. But we'll get into that. Yeah. Um. It was a great weekend of football, and we appreciate those boys. Uh, see you next year. And those fan bases, listen, you have nothing to be worried about. You're just fine. Those guys are going to be great. Um, let's get into the news. Division round. First on the list here, I do have that Sports Illustrated uh, story. I was I was even thinking, like, can I ask him what his favorite issue was? Because I, I like the, the covers were cool. But obviously, yeah, the swimsuit edition is uh, the most famous of their work. Legendary. Um, but they had the cool covers. Art. I remember the cover that they had when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. I think that's what comes to mind when I, when uh, I see them. Another one I have is the Bronco one where they had Peyton Manning, Decker, Demarius yeah. Thomas, and, and Wes Walker. Were they the ones who had the, the, the uh, Drew Brees with his daughter and the confetti? I think they did, yeah. And yeah. then they also had the LeBron James one like like when he was coming up. They had 
legendary. I mean, yeah, legendary covers. Yeah, Sports Illustrated. Um, I don't know if they're just gonna go all online. I don't know what they're doing. If they're closed as a company, but I don't know. They fired everyone, and that just sucks. <laughs> well, because they remember, like, was like a year ago they came out. Like they had fake uh, reporters, right. AI people that were made up by the internet right. by some system. Yeah, they've gone down. Those guys are probably the easiest to fire. The fake people. Yeah, yeah. Just, just delete. <laughs> He's gone. Literally gone. Um. A lot of Eagles news here, actually, and that's not because I'm an Eagles fan. Here we go. Because they're making some moves. Eagles are interviewing former Commanders head coach Ron Rivera. I Rivera. thought Big Ron was done. No. This is pretty good for Ron, realizing not a great head coach not anymore. He was a, he, he went to a Super Bowl. But now saying, like, you know, I'm going to be a coordinator. Less stress. Someone else is going to take it. And if Sirianni gets fired, he's the head coach. So he's he, I should be excited for him as a DC, right? Yeah, I'm sure. And... Oh. um. I like that if, if we do get him and he's good, he's not going to go anywhere unless he has a falling out with, like, the coaching staff. But or, or if Sirianni he's not gonna gets, get He's yeah. not going to get hired away. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's one of those veteran coordinators who's like, we've already seen him as a head coach. We, don't, we already know what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Eagles fired the whole staff, so Sirianni, <laughs> Sirianni will stay. Just Sirianni. Um, both defensive coordinators, Patricia and Desai, just that both scene, gone. Just that scene of Will Smith in, in, in the Fresh Prince just alone. Yep, they fired yeah. everyone else, and uh, Sirianni's going to get another chance. And I think it's the right call. I think you don't fire a guy once he's been to the playoffs all three years of his career. It's tough. That's a tough um, call. I'm glad I don't have to make it after eleven six season. I think I think it was a it was a bigger gamble to fire him. Still a tough choice either way. Uh, we'll see how that all comes together. Former Eagle Zach Ertz may be pulling the most the most ring chasing move I've ever seen in my life. Joining a team in the championship round of the playoffs. <laughs> I've in my mind the Lions. <laughs> When did you make it? When did when did this happen, Zach? After they won, or like what? What did you listen, man? That's it, it's on. It's a smart move. If you're, you might as well say, listen. If I'm going to join a team, I'm going to play the nat. I'm going to play it not national championship. I'm going to play in the championship round and maybe in the Super Bowl. He has two games to be great. Two games. Yeah, two games. I mean, he, and he is rested. Talk about a guy who that you know does little during the uh, group the group project, but still but still can get an A. Zach, I tell you what though, he could definitely be impactful. Well, Laporta looks fine. Laporta looks fine, but he, I mean, he, yeah. anything could happen with Laporta. And they lost their number two tight end yesterday. Yeah. Um, so he's going to get on the field like yeah. almost right away. Solid um, hands, too. He, he's always had solid, solid hands. Solid hands. So, obviously, playoff tested, has made big plays in the biggest stage. And the Lions might need as much help as they can get. Niners yes. looked uh, pretty good. Uh, Bears working toward a deal to hire Shane Waldron as their new OC there in uh, Chicago. What now, does that tell you? Who are they going to take quarterback? No, you know more about him than I do. Shane I, Waldron. Yeah, I asked you about him today. He's credited for uh, turning around Geno Smith, quite the project. He was, some would say, a bust. Yeah. Um, and then was the OC, I believe, for Jared Goff in his best season and kind of has been a do a little with a lot type guy. Yeah. Sorry, do a lot with a little type yeah. guy. And um, we'll see. He lands there in, in Chicago. and Showing they, no hands what they're doing. No, I think he would work with both guys. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, Cliff Kingsbury was... Definitely just an information grab. Yeah. Um, he hasn't interviewed anywhere else. He was rumored to maybe be a Raiders guy, but yeah. we'll see. That poor poor Cliff got called in, probably putting his best suit on, probably got his hair cut, just for them to ask him Just for them to ask him two hours of Caleb Williams questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just breaking down Caleb Williams. Just thing. write down what you think Caleb Williams is as a person and as a player. Uh, uh, what about my uh, my uh, playbook? Oh, that's kind of uh, secondary. Waldron's been poor guy. <laughs> Waldron's 44 years old, spent the last three seasons in Seattle. Um, now goes to Chicago, the number one overall pick. And, of course, all the questions at quarterback there. We'll see how it goes. Packers are expected to make Jordan Love the highest-paid 
one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL per Adam Schefter. One season, get in the bag. How do you feel about that? Yeah, good. You have to. Yeah. Because you waited. And also, he performed very well. Yeah. If he if you let him go, he are, is. Are the, you at all worried that there's been some low lows and that's my highs? No. Yeah. I think first year you kind of were working it out. It ended very well. Even if they even though they lost in the playoffs, they still you got to the you won a playoff game with this young team. Yeah. Uh yeah. No, no, I'm yeah, I have no problem paying yeah. him. I was playing that was advocate there. Yeah. Uh Chip Kelly, a name that has been garnering some traction as a possible OC back in the NFL. Hmm. Broncos, would you want Chip Kelly? Obviously, Sean Payton. Sean Payton probably hates Sean Payton gave it up. Um, he was should, a, I, I like this. Should a team be excited about yeah. having Chip Kelly? Yes, he's a fantastic offensive mind. Right? Head coach, I don't think he's been great at it in, right. in the NFL. Offensively, though, yes. Be very happy about this. Um, he's been UCL, UCLA being just a tick above mediocre. Literally 35 and 34. Yeah, we've been ranked and unranked, ranked and unranked. Yep. Thanks, Chip. Consistency. Um, he was head coach for the... Eagles and the Niners. I forgot who was the head coach for the Niners for a minute. He was? was he head coach for the Niners? No, he wasn't. It says head head coach for the Eagles and Niners when he was the last NFL. Maybe he was. Maybe I know him. you hate when I do this, but can you look that up? Sure. Sorry. <coughs> uh, Marvin Lewis expected to join Antonio Pierce's coaching staff. Okay, I'll wax eloquent about this while you look that up. Um, I love – so I read a couple of these stories about Antonio Pierce and his search. Apparently, uh, Tom, Tim Coughlin, Tom Coughlin. Tom Tom. Coughlin, uh, Super Bowl winning coach of the New York Giants back in the day, Eli Manning days. He's kind of helping him, kind of mentoring him through this process. And I love that Antonio Pierce is surrounding himself with guys like Marvin Lewis. I've heard other names in there too, just veteran coaches that have been there, have have been head coaches before. Listen, this could work. I mean, this could really work. What's what's that saying? Like, surround yourself with like smart people. Yeah, that's what this is. Like, he's not. He hasn't been head coach. Marvin Lewis has. Very good teams, too. Yeah, and I was reading that. The f- final four teams in this year's playoffs, none of them, sorry, only one of them was a coordinator before they were head coach. Yeah. And that's only Shanahan. Yeah. The rest were not, co- they're not coordinator hires. They're just, hey, there's a good leader. Let's put yeah. him there. And it's worked out for those guys. Yeah. So maybe, I, I, I may have been guilty of selling Antonio Pierce short. I think we all were because yeah. we didn't know what it was. We yeah. just, this guy, this linebacker for the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Chip was, um, the head coach for the Niners right? fired after one season. So, and a, a very great history. Did not work out. No, it did not. Uh, last thing here I, that I have, Baker Mayfield expected to receive a contract with an annual average of 40 to $45 million per year. Go ahead, Bake. According to at Tony Pauline. Look. Friend of the show. I'm happy for Baker. I would not want my team to sign Baker. Hell <laughs> but no. I'm happy for Baker. I'm glad he's getting a deal somewhere. I'm glad it's not my team's That's money. Not the Broncos. But I'm I'm happy for No, I, I, I'm a fan of Baker. Who It's hard to cheer against him. He's been written off like four times in his career. Listen, Baker balled out again. Yeah, he played well. He played really well. It's not, you know, it's um he played against a, a better team. That's just, that's just you know, what happened. I think put Baker on a bunch of teams, that team's... Uh, automatically increases by three or like four wins. I'm thinking Pittsburgh, I'm thinking Atlanta, Denver. That that I just mentioned. Yeah, he's Baker Mayfield deserves uh, some kind of paycheck here. Yeah. Okay. Last thing. Actually, this is the last thing I have here. I am not. I, I my rap playlist on my Spotify is not very long. This is wow. And, and they're usually and they're usually like songs that are very old. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking about early 2000s Eminem, mm-hmm. like, and then back into the pock and all that stuff. Um, but you are more. You're more current. I know what this is. You're a lot more yeah. current, okay? Yeah, thank so you. I want you to listen to a new up-and-coming artist, and I want you to I want you to grade, and then I want you to break down his flow, 
And, and whatever. I, I don't okay. know how to. Okay. I just said flow because I know that has to do with rapping. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I want you. I want. I want an expert's opinion. You ready? This is Darren Waller, tight end for the New York Giants. Mm-hmm. Uh, debut single. Don't know what it's called. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. It's a reason why I'm on here. I ain't gonna cap. I had a long year. Lessons turn to blessings, but we strong here. Just try to size me up. Oh. Clip is extra long. Gotta do it big like a draft suit from LeBron. Yeah. Get a ass a three piece. Atlanta, what I'm repping till I decease. Cook a classic wrestling and I repeat. The way that rap is changing, I ain't with it. It's the retreat. I'm activated. Stepping on it like I got three feet with the insoles. <laughs> with the insoles. Okay, I'm not gonna play too much because I don't want to. Yeah, get, I don't want to get copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm all. Maybe we shouldn't have played that because I don't know. If we we didn't play too much of it, and, okay. and I, I doubt it's even on anywhere. But okay. Um, so a couple things stood out to me as, as a novice. Okay. Um, I like his voice. I think he has a rapping voice. Okay. Pretty easy voice to listen to. Although a pretty. Uh, there's a lot of voices out there like that. Yeah. Nothing special about it. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Um, the other thing, this. He has a potty mouth. Yeah, a lot of bleeps in there. We only listened about 10 seconds, and I heard three. Yeah. Or two. 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 Okay, what, what's your breakdown, though? I mean, you're, you're the rap guy. There's about a thousand rappers who sound just like him. Oh. The bars aren't phenomenally great. What but about the one that said insoles? Like the insoles. I don't know. I mean, a lot of these athletes want to be rappers, and the rappers want to be athletes. Yeah. it's kind of how it's been. Uh, maybe just be an athlete. How many songs is LeBron in? A lot. I feel like I hear a lot of songs that say LeBron. I mean. Something like LeBron. I'm LeBron. I'm LeBron. Well, Kobe. Why, why no, no one wants to put Kobe Easy. in songs. That's too good. Easy. Okay. That's uh, that's the news. That's uh, Darren Wall. Listen, man. We we wish you the best. Yeah. Go go be a star. Go go, go win a Grammy. Yeah. Okay. That's the music one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean. You're, you're a football not, player. So be a football player. You're not high on this. You're, no, you weren't high on no, it. No, I'm not. Give I'm not it a high. grade. C minus. Okay, not bad. It's just like, okay. Okay. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get into a recap of the division round of the playoffs. We are back. Okay, we are back. Of course, division round was a lot of fun. We talked about it. Let's get into it now with a recap of uh, this weekend. All right, man. Party got going Saturday, uh, not morning, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Texans at Ravens. And um, this was the first. They had, we had both of our uh, Dave versus Goliath games on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Stroud versus the Ravens, Love versus the Niners. I gave Love a better chance of knocking off the Niners than Stroud because the Ravens because of exactly what happened. Yeah. Ravens are they're the number one seed for, the reason, for a reason. They're the mm-hmm. best team. If the Super Bowl is theirs to lose. Um, I don't think they're perfect, but uh, they're pretty close. Let's get into it here. <clears throat> I have a couple points. Um, let me go first. I mean, oh, we're talking, I mean, let's I'll, do this first. Thirty-four to ten is the final score. Yeah. Um, Ravens ran away with it in the second half. They scored twenty-four unanswered points in the second half. Texans did not score in the in the, in the second half there, and things kind of fell apart <clears throat> on both sides of the ball uh, for the Texans. C.J. Stroud. I watching him. Let's start with the Texans. And we'll finish with the with the Ravens, so we can look. Actually, no. Let's flip that. Yeah. Let's start with the Ravens. Yeah. Um. So we can look forward for the Texans after. Um. Ravens. I believe the Super Bowl is theirs to lose. I really do. I mean, yeah. They're they're just so deep, so good, so like, so many stars. Like just taking turns making plays. Mm-hmm. You know that second half we really saw like oh, 
Okay, because the first half was, eh. it, yeah, you know, it ended with that Lamar Jackson stare down when he walked into the uh, halftime tunnel. Yep, yep, and you started thinking, you start to remember. Oh yeah, I think he's one and three in the playoffs. Yeah, he struggles in the playoffs. He struggles to th- he struggled to throw from the pocket in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, he really did. They they made him a pocket passer, and he was struggling to do it. As long as he was contained, they had a real good game plan. But here's the problem with Lamar: you can't contain him for four quarters. He's it's, gonna yeah. he's gonna wear out your spy. He's gonna break the pocket. He's gonna make plays. He's gonna do things that only Lamar can do. And I think that's in the second half he just gave in. Yeah. Um, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, he. He had four total total touchdowns, and um, second half, <coughs> best player on the field. It wasn't even close. Oh, I yeah. mean, Stroud came in there, and they came in there hot. Texans came in there hot. But the Ravens are just so deep. And for a team that's this good, you still if the common fan still doesn't know or still can't name their starters. You can't Not really yet. name who's on their defense because they don't have like a, a Bosa or a, you I know. Tell you, one guy I can't name is freaking Kyle Hamilton. He is... I, he might be the best player on their defense, and they have some. They have Queen and and Roquan Smith, and Madabakwe, or, or, or uh, how you say his name. So it's Mata, I said Madabuke, but I think it's Madabike. Madabike. He's a, he, yeah, he's very he's good fantastic. Yeah. But Kyle Hamilton, he's blossomed. And I mean, if you remember, he felt him in the draft. People yeah. didn't want him because he wasn't athletic enough. Yeah. What a bunch of freaking idiots. Yeah. What a, what a, what a uh, paralysis <laughs> by analysis, man. This guy's a what? What if he's just, just a good football player? He just got gifted. I think the same in the same draft that Tyler Linderbaum, their yep. starting center, did. Yep. And also a very good center. It's just crazy what the Ravens do in the draft. But, yeah, yeah I'm Kyle Hamilton's a beast. As you said, Lamar Jackson scored four total touchdowns. Um, first player in NFL history to have two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, 100-yard rushing, and a 100-plus passer rating. Yeah. This Best guy, player on the field. This is Him and Josh Allen are in this weird stage where they have to win one at some point. Yeah. Obviously, Josh Allen, we'll talk about that later. But Lamar Jackson, like, this is this has got to be your year, man. Like, this team is built around you. This is You're in your prime. This got to be the year for yeah. I would I'm cheering hard for him because he's such a fun guy to watch. He's overcome so many things like he can't pass the ball. He's right. not in the playoffs. Just for him to come out and show out. Oh, he's got a phone call. My bad. Okay, for him to show out in the playoffs next week's game, gonna be phenomenal. Kansas City, but still, um, I'm yeah. cheering hard for this guy. I mean, it's hard to cheer against him. He's just he's just. He's just a very cool player to cheer for. They're going to host the AFC Championship game for the first time since the 70s, I think. Wow. And so uh, they're in Baltimore. Uh, like you said, the Chiefs will go there. We'll get to the Chiefs later. Let's go over to the Tit- not, not Titans, the Texans now. Um, this is the first time I think C.J. Stroud could not lift a limited cast around him to, like, a new level. Yeah. Um, he had a hard time people getting open. Uh, Nico Collins was, was, was good, but... Five catches, sixty-eight yards. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't special. Be, I think because number. I don't think they bracketed him or doubled him or anything like that. Uh, I think they're just better, <laughs> like yeah. at, at coverage overall. But mostly because um, CJ Stroud was running around a lot. Yeah, like he had to hold the ball and wait for Nico to get open downfield a lot of times, and just to squeeze out five catches and sixty-eight yards. I think is impressive um, because it was all on the shoulders of CJ Stroud. Yeah, if they were going to do anything, it's just make something happen. Every single play. Yeah. They got nine carries and 22 yards from Singletary. Yeah. And, you know, nothing else beside that. It was just all on C.J. Stroud. I mean, I, I'm pretty impressed that he didn't have a turnover. And, yeah, he got away with, I think, one interception. But that's what he does, though. When he's bad, he's not, like, four picks bad. He's just, I didn't throw a touchdown today. Yeah. I didn't throw a pick, but I didn't throw a touchdown. Yeah, he's – he first half, he was pretty good. Second half, the Ravens just kind of locked down. Yeah. But I'm so impressed with with this freaking kid. The, the future is so bright for him. Oh, yeah. 
they have um yeah like they're, they're, this year the, this 75 mil yeah they weren't supposed to be good so they got so they got a bunch of one year guys Noah Brown they got a bunch yeah. of guys who were you know whatever Dalton Schultz and they just made them good yeah and now okay, it finally showed in the playoffs when the lights are bright oh you can't really get away with this unless you're like super super on a heater right. which Shad was but I mean. It, it would have been heroic beyond anything I've ever seen for him to beat this team. Yeah, he needed help. He needed a running. They need to go figure out a running game. Yep. They need to figure out a um, uh, an O line because pass pass protection here yeah. was rough. And I know they got some talent there and even spent some money there, but they need to go make some tough decisions there. And then um, they, he needs skill position players. I think there's a game where he really missed Tank Dell. Yeah. With the route running ability that Tank Dell has, and he'll being able just to get open and maybe move the chains. Um, but I think I think this. Proves to them you need you need more weapon wise. Yeah, Dalton Schultz was you know he had some big drops. He's just okay. Uh, is he a one year deal as well? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of one year deals here. Dalton Schultz, Singletary, um, Noah Brown. Well, those guys are gone. I think they're I all mean, gone. Yeah, but they have seventy five million dollars in cap space. <laughs> yeah, I and mean, then on defense too, they have Barnett's going. Uh, Gre- uh, Greenard or Greenard? He led. He led the, this. This is he a free agent? This team of sacks. Yeah. Tough. So. A lot of questions, but they have a lot of money and a lot of draft draft capital. Um, the future is so bright for this team. I, I don't think you, if you're a Texas fan, yeah, you should not be mad or sad at all. Just um, happy. Second year, I think linebacker Christian Harris really showed out. He in the first half, yeah. he got hurt, but he was like in, in charge of spying for a lot for a while there. Lamar Jackson, and he just was all over the field making open field tackles. I that, mean, that's the Demico Ryan's really effect. Well. It's a Demico mm-hmm. Ryan's effect. He's coaching up these guys who are talented but haven't done anything into. A, Playing above their, you know, skill level. So have you, have you seen the video of him giving that one-on-one coaching? And then he picks it off on on Flacco, yeah. right? If you yeah. haven't haven't seen last week, um, he he calls in Christian Harris, his second-year linebacker um, from Alabama, and he basically tells him, "Hey, this is what you're going to do this next play when Flacco does this, and then you're going to step in front and pick the ball." Yep. And that's exactly what happens. Yep. It's just incredible. I mean, this the future is so bright. You have nothing but. I mean, you you went toe to toe in the second round of the playoffs. With the team that should win the Super Bowl. Yep. Like, good for you. At least for a half. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the Panthers. Because they, they got to feel bad. Yikes. Not to dunk on them again, but. Yeah. Well, you did. I did. I mean, Bryce Lo- Bryce Young loses that game by at least 74 points. Yeah. They they beat the Broncos' Dolphins record. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the nightcap was the Packers at the 49ers. Oh. Um, in a game that broke my brother and nephew's heart. Yep. Uh, and it was, it was a tough game. I mean, the. This is the game I felt that was a little more likely to be an upset, and I think it was obviously a lot closer. Um, they just play each other very well. Yeah, it's just two teams that come to play and aren't afraid of each other. It's not an unknown on the other side yeah, of the field. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, um, and town all over the field. Let's start with the Niners. Niners, yeah. and move on to the Packers after. Niners, uh, I think they, so they played just well enough to win. Let's be honest here. They won by, what, three? Yeah. 24 to 21 beating the Packers the seventh seed. Let's say what we want to say about about Purdy. Okay. Um Purdy's Purdy's the the worst quarterback left in the playoffs. Not impressed. Yes. He's just about average. Yeah, Purdy's listen. Listen, he people always go to the numbers and I get it. That's that's because obviously it's a strong start. It's um so mic drop, but you have to watch the games. This guy like the big plays that were made Oftentimes they're like they're schemed incredibly well. First of all, he's hitting wide open receivers. Yeah. He does make a play here and there. I'm not going to yeah. say he's trash. Yeah. Like yeah, he's yeah, a yeah. starting quarterback in the NFL, yeah. and he's made big plays in big moments. He had a game winning drive this drive this game. So I'm not we're not crapping on him, but we're saying 
He's not special, though. Yeah, to name him MVP after this performance, you'd, no feel, you'd, you'd feel pretty dumb. No way. He dodged interceptions all night long. Yeah. All night long. He just overthrew people. And I guess it was raining and all that. But Jordan Love was facing the same thing, same element. Yeah. He was dodging interceptions all game long. He just kind of lucked out. And honestly, he's most lucky that he has Christian McCaffrey on his team. And what happened when they struggled is that one of their one of their star players went out and then the whole thing started to, started to collapse. They weren't as explosive. They weren't as great. Yeah. Uh, this is what this is. This is their kind of like. I mean, this. I mean, every team if they get hurt, obviously it's gonna hurt them. But this is like this seems very dependent on being one hundred percent healthy. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I'm, so the two major chinks in the armor for this team uh, that we've seen so far this year is Purdy can cost you a game if everything isn't right around him. Yeah. Any time the Packers got close to Purdy, the ball was errant. Yeah. The ball was somewhere. So, but they protect them pretty well. Yeah. The second thing is. As good as this defense is, there's a real problem stopping the run. Aaron Jones, uh, I think, had 100, over 100 yards uh, this game, ran really well. Um, and the reason that's – I don't want to like – I don't want to make, make that a bigger deal than it is, but the reason that is a big deal that should be paid attention to is because next week they're going to play Detroit. They can run the ball pretty well. And on the other side of the bracket, KC's running the ball well with Pacheco, and Baltimore leads the league in rushing. Yeah. And so that's a real chink in the armor that could be – a problem going forward. Also, this D-line needs to step up. They have dead zero sacks against Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah. That's unacceptable with, first of all, the Packers' right tackle went down. Yeah. Zach Tom went down. You have Chase Young, Bosa, Hargrave, Kinlaw, Armstead. I mean, and I missed three or four guys. Joseph Day's in there. Yeah. yeah. Sebastian Joseph Day. Uh, another pass rusher they got. I forgot. Gregory. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just pass rushers across the board, and to not have a sack is just, I mean, I don't know. But I, but I mean, I know we're being really negative right now against the Niners. But um, well, listen, we should. They won by three because of a missed field goal to the seventh seed. Yeah. So we should be a little harder on them. Yeah. We'd be hard on the Ravens if they beat the Texans by three yeah. because of you know Texans missed a field goal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they're going to move on, and obviously, their their good football is really really good. Uh, something you mentioned real quick, but could be a huge deal. Is Debo Samuel hurt shoulder, the same shoulder that he. Fractured during yep. the year, and it's, um, yeah. this as of this morning it was fifty fifty whether he'd play in next week's game. That offense was different without Debo. Like you, you, you felt it. Yeah, they had Ayuk was shut down. Jair did a great job on that, or the yeah. Packers defense. They they just need that yak guy, that energy guy, that you know guy who's gonna you know yeah. break a tackle and get one pumped up. Right, and kids, they started doing that with Kittle, who's very good at it as well. Yeah. So. I mean, they kind of figured it out, but still, without Debo, that's yeah. it's, it just gets tougher. But yeah, n- next week's game against 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 the Lions. Ooh, if they have Debo back, I, I give him a good shot. Without it, it's gonna be a very close game. Yeah, the the only problem. I mean, we'll get into this matchup, but right away, I just think Cam Sutton against any one of those receivers is a problem because he sucks. Sutton sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of the, the, the Lions. Lions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's go over to the the Packers now. Jordan Love played well enough to lose. Is that fair? He played, he played good. He played really well. He just didn't. He just didn't end it very well. Yeah, that's he what had I'm the saying, like, classic cross the body pick that yeah. you don't. Everyone tells you don't go across your body hand. He did. And listen, those kind of late interception, game ending on the game winning drive when it's in your hands to win the game. Those kind of things start to begin to build your narrative about the playoffs. Not that he can't overcome it, yeah. but I'm saying the next time we're in the playoffs, that's what we're going to point to. Like, well, last time we we're here. And so if he does this again next playoff, it's just going to start to build a narrative. I'm not saying that's a narrative now, but I'm saying yeah. these how these these this is how these things start. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess 
It's his first year in the playoffs. I'm not going to put too much stuff on him. Much like CJ Stroud. He was, what does that mean? Like, yeah, he threw the last pick, but it's his first. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on him too much. Or hate, uh, give him too much flack for throwing. It was a bad pick. Yeah. But, um, no, I think um, I think he, I think he played well a majority of the game. But I think when he gets to hero ball, ballish or bolly, whatever. Yeah. A little Josh Allen-y, like young Josh Allen, that's when he starts to fall. And I think he needs to hone that back just like Josh Allen did. Just like these quarterbacks do who are talented but, like, can get a little bit, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm going to take over. The, like, just to, tone it back a little bit. And yeah. that comes with just time. At you the end of the time. game there, they had several timeouts. Um, they, 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 they could have really taken their time there. But, you know, trying to make a play. You can't you can't fault the guy trying to make a play. Uh, just he'll learn from that and get better as he has all year. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, and then going into the offseason here, we we saw what they, they needed, like a better run game, but Aaron Jones had, like, like, like has been good. But I think they need to add more to the run game. Aaron Jones has only been good for the last, like, six games yeah. because he's been hurt. Yeah. Um, and something we didn't say, without Aaron Jones, they're going to blow out this game. They yeah. Carry the offense. Exactly. Um, so, so, so you they, need more they need to, And I know they're going to make some moves at the deadline, uh, like, apparently. They're yeah. going to go for Derrick Henry. And, yeah. And there's some Saquon rumors in there. Like, they were going after running backs. And so, I think they have another year in Aaron Jones, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, A.J. Dillon is a free agent of this offseason. Let Keyshawn, him go. Keyshawn Nixon, Jonathan Owens, uh, uh, Darnell Savage. Big players. Yeah. Starters for them. So, so they tend to keep their guys. So, yeah. I, I think a lot of these guys will be signed. Um, I mean, but I think A.J. Dillon's gone. I think you need to bring, uh, like, an impact running back in. Yeah. I mean, they only have eight. Million dollars in, in like in like cat space, but can save twenty one by cutting David uh, Batiari. That needs to happen. Yeah, he's like Batiari, on. like he's he's probably on Aaron Rodgers in in Aaron Rodgers' house right now. Yeah, like to, like he's gone. So you have money to bring back the guys that you want to bring back, and they draft phenomenally well. I mean, this whole team was drafted, and look how far they've gotten. So next year, if if it's if it stays the same, they should be even better. I mean, Packers Lions is going to be a rivalry for a minute with yeah. these two with these two guys going at it. Uh, Packers now have lost five straight playoff games to the Niners. So it's just a demon that the they rivalry have. is going one way. It's just, and then it, they they kind of are the other side of the Bills. Gee, like there's one team that they can't beat. Yeah, Packers one team that they can't beat. Niners you have to just overcome it. Maybe Jordan Love learn this time. Next time will be different. I don't know, but something as, unfortunate that happened. Did you see Tom Rinaldi's report about Lafleur about the kicker? Yeah, that yeah. So Tom Rinaldi reported that Matt Lafleur had shared. They, they so before every game, there's a, um, a production meeting. Yeah, where the basically the the commentary crew is trying to get inside information they can share to enhance the 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 broadcast. Yeah. Okay. So, but they're not supposed to share all the information. Some stuff's off limits. Yeah. Like what Tom Rinaldi shared uh, during the game. Rinaldi reported. I think he's a sideline guy, right? Yep. Uh, every that Lafleur had said every time he goes out there. Speaking of the uh, the Swedish kicker Andres yep. Carlson. Yeah. Uh, every time he goes out there, I just pray. Yeah, and, <sighs> and then and then today, and then he misses the. Kick no, and then today the floor says, "Was, was that was out of context?" Because we don't know these conversations; these are private conversations yeah. that that other they have. So this could have been just in a joking way. Well, that's how he said. He said, "I was just saying it in jest, like I just pray, you know, like." Yeah. And I get, I get that. Yeah. You know, and he said it was just it's very unfortunate that that was shared. I mean, yeah, honestly, that's a pretty low ball move by like by like Ronaldo. Get yourself together, Ronaldo. Yeah, like to, that's, that's not okay. Like uh, maybe you hate. LaFleur or the Packers or, or whatever. Sweden or, or Sweden. Or you are you're anti Sweden. Mm-hmm. But um mm-hmm. that's just that just sucks. Like, you, you, that that was it was it, it, it was a funny quote until I found out oh it was you know out, I, of, out of context. I heard it and I was like, 
that's a little much to like share. Yeah, and like then, and I, then I kind of let it go, and then I saw the reports today. I was like, okay, I wasn't yeah, being yeah dramatic. That was uh, definite overshare. Yeah. All right, so Packers go home next time. We'll see them. They'll be a uh, very sexy team next year, right? A, a sexy pick type team next year. Yeah, hit the news button, please. Oh, okay, breaking news. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. The Atlanta Falcons are interviewing Mike Vrabel. Sorry, I love Rabel. I want it. I want him. I want him there so bad. <laughs> hey, you can do news jobs. I can do news jobs too, man. This is this is a two person show. I wanted to do that news job for a coaching interview. Yeah, for in person interview for Mike Rabel for the Atlanta Falcons. You got, that, my, you got my hopes so up there. No, 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 no. It's a very good good thing for Falcons fans. It's a I'm, great thing for Falcons. fans. I just like Rabel a lot. I want him to Jeez. go to a good team. Man, the whole time that. As as you're the thing, because that's a very long drive. Yeah, very long. Uh, I was like, just don't look at your phone. Just just let's just let's take this in real time. Yeah. And so the anticipation just building up. And then you said the Falcons. I thought, oh my god, they hired Belichick. Yeah. Or they hired Harbaugh. And he said interviewed. Said, yeah. Okay. So it's a new guy. So it must be someone that we have no idea. Like someone way off the wall, like Bill Cowers. <laughs> you know. And it's Mike Vrabel, someone yeah. who's just it, interviewing everywhere. Not everywhere. He only has two interviews. But yeah, um. Now it is exciting news for the yeah. Falcons fans. I mean, I know you. You are very interested to see where Rabel goes. Yeah. You think he's going to change some things. And yeah. Yeah, that was just an emotional roller coaster. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Okay, let's get to the Bucks at Lions here. Uh, the worst game of the of the, of the weekend. Um, the least sexiest game, for sure. Okay, yeah. Because, like, you know, it's quarterback-driven league, and these guys are, like, the almost, yeah, not uncool, but, like, you know, there's Lamar Jackson, there's Mahomes, Josh Allen. I mean, the, the battle of two former number one overall picks, Goff versus Mayfield, uh, but my first line here, my notes is just Lions got a lob, they just got a favor. Yeah, they got a they got and and honestly they deserve it. What do we say during the game? Like this should have been the freaking Eagles. It should have been it should have been or the, the Cowboys or someone. Yeah, yeah. or the cow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it probably honestly it should have been the Cowboys. Yeah, the Eagles they were bad at the end. They, yeah, like it should have been the Eagles, but it should have been this should have been the Cowboys for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uh, it was close, and that's more of I think the Lions. Kind of overlooking the Bucks a little bit, yeah. kind of letting them hang around, uh, playing down to their competition type thing, because the Lions are just better. And this often happens with these kind of games where a team is overlooked and uh, they just can't break through because although the other team is overlooking them, they're still just they're still just too much talent on the field. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I have a bunch of notes. You want to start us though? Yeah, I, I think um, on the Lions side. Um, this run game is, if they're going to win a Super Bowl, it's going to be because of Jameer Gibbs. That's exactly what I have here. I have Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs, plus this O-line, is a super Super Bowl caliber unit. Yeah. Th- yeah, those that to those two units combined can take a team to the Super Bowl. And bad news for the Niners. Yep. Because they can't stop the run, and this whole team, this whole line team is built on, we're going to run the ball down your throat, and we're going to tell you that 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 we're going to yeah. do it. I, I'll tell you what, too. The Niners, someone who's just built on physicality and just bringing it to, like, defensively, like, bringing the – and they're a great tackling team. Yeah. Um, but with these two guys and this O-line, like, that is that is just a huge matchup. That, that D-line, this O-line, those linebackers, these running backs, that's going to be fun. And I know you have a hard time comping, uh, like – or comparing Jameer Gibbs. Yeah. But when I see him play, all I see is Chris Johnson. 
Okay. Legendary Tennessee Titans running back. He's fast, but he's not like not like shifty like like Shady McCoy. He just straight lines fast and he's good after contact. Yeah. Tough runner. He's they for the Dan Campbell. What what's the what, what, what was the linebacker? Uh, Cam. Uh, it's Campbell. It's, yeah. Um, who is it? Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I, I I did this to you. I keep saying Dan Campbell, but it's not Jake Dan Campbell. Campbell. What's his name? Campbell Junior. Whatever. Yeah. For Jack, his dad, Jack. Jack Campbell. For as okay as he's been, it's this was a home run. Yeah. So traffic. they took him number twelve overall, and some I saw people on Twitter still saying like, "Hey, wouldn't you rather have Christian Gonzalez here?" But listen, ha- to have any to have a unit. That is like this elite. Like, there's not another unit left in the NFL that is more elite than this. Well, like, well Christian McCaffrey would be the only one who I would compare. So I'm saying, like, yeah. I, I, but I would say, like, okay, that they're even par. Like, no one's better than this. Yeah, you know, they're just as good as this. And to have that kind of unit, something that you can literally ride to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I mean, this that's that's a big time for them. Goff uh, is solid. Yeah, and taking care of the ball. Yeah, and then Amara St. Brown and Laporta just break your back constantly on yeah. third downs. So if you remember the draft that. That um, Amon Ross, because Amon Ross St. Brown and Panay Sewell came in the same draft. What and, a draft! And Sheesh. the and the argument was, should the Lions take Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell? And the Lions, honestly, listen, we got to get some props here to Mister uh, Brad Holmes. He's doing some work. The the GM of the of the Lions. I thought okay, he's doing some work in that he passed on on uh, Jamar Chase, took the response, did the responsible thing, took the tackle. And then got Amon Ra later, who's just as good as Jamar Chase. Yeah. That's yeah, like, that's yeah. elite. elite Amon Ra, all pro. Management. Yeah. And Sewell is all pro. Oh, no, I don't think he's all pro. But it, all pro level yeah. type of player. Yeah. yeah. And part of a unit that we just said is like good enough to get in the Super Bowl themselves. Um, D, and I, I wrote this down too. DBs on the Lions causing turnovers is a game changer for this defense. Because this is what they're missing. With Chauncey Gard, Josh had a. Had a uh, Interception yesterday. By the way, you see what he did with it? He gave back right back to Baker. Oh. Well, there's a back backstory to that. He is an elite trash talker. Well, because well, yeah, Baker called ahead, him out. No, 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 good. So basically, <laughs> sure. I kind of stole uh, from you. So, so basically, um, this week, uh, Chauncey Garden Johnson was was asked about about Baker Mayfield. He was saying some stuff. Mentioned someone who wasn't on the team anymore. Baker Mayfield noticed that and said, "Well, Russell Gage is not on the team anymore, so I'm not sure how much." Film he's actually watching. That was kind of the yeah. the gist of it. And so for Chauncey Gardner Johnson to get this interception during this game is just objectively f- hilarious. Yep. Um, and then to hand it back to him is right. just <laughs> next level trolling. Yeah, he's by far the best guy in the NFL doing that. He's he, phenomenal. He's the Patrick Beverly of the NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's just he's very good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, the cost turnovers in the secondary. But yeah, yeah, I know where you're going. Cam Sutton. He's terrible. He's not good. They have real problems at cornerback. Mike Evans went off against them. Yeah, Anyone went off against them. Just over and over again. Yep. Like, you knew it was coming. There were some moments where he had some nice breakups. He had some nice moments. But overall, you're playing Ayuk, and if Debo plays, they're going to tear that ass up, dude. Yeah. You, you need That needs to be fixed. I don't know how you would do it this late, obviously this postseason, but good luck. Yeah. Um, what was that? I don't know what that was. Um... Another thing I have in my notes here is I think I, we need more consistency from this pass rush. Yeah. I think Hutchinson played well. He was good. Yeah. Um, and McNeil's good, and, and these guys are good, but I feel like it's not like um, 
they're not doing like the big game changing sacks yet. Well, they had those DB. They blitzed the hell out of their nickel they corners. They did a great job with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say his name. But That's just better scheming yeah. by defensive coordinator uh, Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn. Like maybe, he, he maybe cooked, future head coach. He, he cooked up. He kind of knew, like, I can't really get anything else besides Hutchinson. So I'm just going to blitz everyone. Every, and they did a phenomenal job. Safety blitzes, DB blitzes, yep. linebacker blitzes. They're sending everyone, and, and they got home. I mean, we'll see how that works against the um, Niners O-line, which is pretty good. Uh, but – it worked this time. Yeah, I mean, pretty good showing by the Lions. I, was, I mean, I mean, obviously there were moments where like, okay, stop, stop, stop toying around, just kind of do it. They kind of, but still, I'm very impressed. And the other side, so the Bucks here, I just have Bucks happy to be here. Thanks for showing up. It was a good game. Yeah, they're you did fine. Yeah, they um, they're they're talented, not elite talented, but talented. Um, and they have a for for I mean. Y- you and most people thought, oh, they're gonna be a bad team this year. For, and for them to be this far in the yeah. playoffs is great. To win a, to win a playoff game with Baker Mayfield was pretty good. So, for for a season that had teams like like the you think of the Bills, you think of the Eagles, you think of the the Dolphins, the Chiefs, even they had so many teams that were like, okay, which version of this team is showing up? The Bucks were just you knew exactly where they were about six games in. Yeah, they're just. They, they, you knew exactly what to expect. That's why there's not a lot of reaction here. Yeah. Because, like, oh, yeah. This is what the Bucks are. This is what we thought it would be. Yeah. They're going to lose, but they're going to probably throw the ball pretty well. Yeah. They have an interesting question this offseason. They're going to pay Baker. I mean, y- you have to pay Baker. You can't let him walk now. You would look really dumb if you, were, if, if, if you were to let him walk. With no one else there, yeah. With no one else there, just Kyle Trask and a bad draft pick now because now it's not in the, in the top 15. You do the Geno deal. Yeah. And you go draft a quarterback. Yeah, um, but I think that's that's the answer. They have a lot. They have a lot of questions. Um, I mean, both the linebackers are, are gone. So just to name a few, yeah, free agents: Lamonte David and Devin White, huge free agents. Mike Evans, Ryan Neal, and Anton Winfield. Yeah. So I mean, that thirty-eight million can only go so far. Those are six of their best players, like six of their top ten players. Yeah. So Winfield obviously is priority one. Yes, because he's the best player out of that group and the youngest and the youngest. And then you have to decide on Baker. I mean, maybe do that. What you just said, just sign him for a, to a goofy three year, kind of a one year, two year, you know, prove it. Yeah. And then the deep quarterback draft. Maybe you move up a little bit. Maybe you do the the all in for Drake May or one of these guys. You move up all the way to the you know. Yeah, I think Baker comes back. I think Mike Evans is gone. I think yeah. he. I think he wants to move on. I think he wants to go contend for a Super Bowl somewhere. And he's still good. He had some drops yesterday, but tell you what, if. You switch out Stephon Diggs with Mike Evans, and the Bills are playing still. Yep, yep, uh, that's like, not even a lie. Yeah, like he still had he. We, the question about him going into this year was, does he have anything left? And he just resounding yes. Yeah, he, not yes. to mention Chris Godwin's very good too. Yeah, like, they, they, they have a, they have a, still an underrated duo there. Yeah, it's not. We said yesterday it, this offense isn't sophisticated enough to use Godwin the way they should, but yeah. Godwin's still a very good wideout. Yeah, and then Evans obviously. So I think next year they go into Godwin. And they have nice young wideouts around them, and then you let, you let Evans walk, go into you know ring chasing mode. Quick before we move on here, you also brought up uh, maybe a low key um, spot for Justin Fields, the Buccaneers. Yeah, you sign maybe you sign him back. You you, you trade for Fields. You yeah. let Baker walk or whatever. Yeah, maybe yeah, you never yeah. know. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna finish up with this Bills Chiefs game, the game oh, of God. the year so far. Whew. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back with um, the final breakdown of the weekend. That is the Chiefs, 
Patrick Mahomes' first away playoff game, like we heard every single time the game was brought up. At the Bills, so much before this game. Yep. Just the time lapse. Uh, we posted it, but we saw it all over the place of the, the Bills Mafia literally digging the stadium out of the snow to even be able to host the game. Yep, back-to-back weeks of them just getting there in the frigid, freezing yeah. weather just to dig out and to watch their Buffalo Bills play. Yeah, Just it's, for what is in California minimum wage. Yeah. Yep. Minimum bucks an hour. Yeah, that's minimum wage. I mean, um, my first line here is, and you're going to like this one because you're a nerd, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes is inevitable. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's inevitable. He's just he's just gonna happen. He's gonna you're gonna think like we did throughout the season. Oh, he's not the same. The team isn't the same. And what do you know? They're right back in the AFC title game, six years in a row. Mahomes and Andy Reid just do it. This is very Tom Brady esque. What he's starting to do here. Yep, six seasons, six AFC championship games in the worst version of the Chiefs that we have seen so far in six years. Yep, they're playing the AFC championship game because they have this guy because of Patrick Mahomes. And as much as we don't like the, uh, the you know the the off the field drama drama yeah. that happens with them on the field, they're all about business, dude. About the business, yeah. Kelsey played phenomenal. Best game I've seen him play, and probably this year he played phenomenal. Kelsey provided the big chunk plays yesterday, yeah, which is, is we haven't seen that. Yeah, because this year it's been more they've been kind of operating in the in the middle of the field, kind of just ball ball uh, control. But no, Kelsey did a little of that, a little bit got maybe. Took, got a little drunk, maybe. I don't know what. He was performing very well yesterday. Well, they got into those sets where they were bringing everyone in tight, like inside the hashes. Yep. And running and making and running like dual routes or you know complementary routes um, into the like the corner and the flat and on different levels. And the the chief, the Bills just couldn't cover it. No. I mean the Bills just couldn't. I mean you also got to literally AJ Klein was out there guarding. Travis Kelsey, and that's just not going to work. Like Klein two weeks ago was just like us watching Red Zone, literally. Yeah. And that's that's just because everyone like that position is just decimated. Yeah, decimated. everyone's hurt. Yep. They had a rookie and AJ Klein playing yesterday. Yep. Um, and so that that was that was rough. Kelsey doing the providing the big plays. Racy Rice still just a reliable target. And then they had some con- some contributions yesterday from uh, Marcus Valdez Scanting Scantling. He had a big catch. Um, Miko Hardman was absolute trash. Yep. Uh, Tony, I don't think he played. No, uh, no, that's probably. Uh, so he that probably, he probably, probably hurt him. Like you don't, even, no man, you're hurt. No, he uh, probably t- took out a hit on because he's. Do not put him on the field. Maybe um, hard, maybe may, maybe Hardman too. I'm not going to call him the most valuable player on the offense because that's obviously Mahomes, and then you got to argue Kelsey and Rice. But I'll say this: Isaiah Pacheco, they cannot lose him. No, like he is so important to what they're doing. He helps the offense so much. Just keep moving. Just yeah, just. Avoid, he he takes Patrick Mahomes out of <clears throat> those situations where he constantly has to be a hero. Yeah, just con- just keeping the offense on on uh, on schedule. You see that last drive; they just hand the ball off to check when the yeah. game's over. Yep, and yeah, he's he's a tone setter. He runs hard. He runs kind of like that. Kind of a, a weird. He runs weird. He walks weird too. Did you see him walking? Yeah, I don't know where he learned to walk or run. This is a weird gait. Yeah, he, he just whatever he. When he runs, it looks like he's really mad. Yeah, it's almost. But he's got, it's awkward. So my my thought was, I feel like some someone or something unconventional taught him how to walk. Yeah, you know, like he was out just like watching watching baby horses, We're watching learn, giraffes. How to, like, yeah, learn how to run and walk. And they're like, that's and it. I thought that's that's how I do it. That's the that's the mm-hmm. uh, Pacheco way right there. And you got to imagine that was probably made fun of for many years. Yeah. 
Uh, but look at him now. Look who's laughing now. I mean, this guy has made himself just invaluable to this Chiefs team. Yep. Like, just I can't stress enough what he's doing and where he came from and where he is now. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to CEH. Nice, has said really settled into his backup role. Yep. Made some big plays yesterday. He just he, he's not what he, what we thought it was, but he's not no. doing nothing. Like yeah. you could like you could be Tony and not doing anything positive, or you could be Ceh who's yeah maybe he's not the superstar, but he's not a bad player. He's just not what you thought he was. So Ceh obviously doing great things, and then back to Mahomes. Like it's just this is just fourth quarter. You knew like Mahomes gonna win this thing. Like it's it, this is just gonna happen. This is just yeah. what Mahomes does. I mean, yeah, I, mean, it's just, I, I don't know what to say. Josh Allen could have won it, almost won it. Uh, really a low-key play of the game was, um, I don't want to say, it's not Frank Clark, Chris Jones on that throw that he missed to win the game or to take the lead to uh, to Shakir. Yeah. Uh, pushes uh, Decker into the, not Decker, that's the Lions. Pushes, um, I'm sorry, pushes the left tackle into the back of Josh Allen, causing him to under Dawkins. Him. Yeah, caused him to underthrow that. Yep. Um, but that's just the Chiefs, man. They just do. They they just do everything so right. Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to beat them in the playoffs. They're just they're they're gonna make you play a perfect game. Yep. Josh Allen played incredibly yesterday. But they just but Chiefs have just just played a little better. He's just gonna cheap and that defense. Go for them. That defense is elite. I don't know why they don't sign Chris Jones. I, it baffles my mind. Yesterday, he was he would wreck plays single-handedly. He was a savage. He's just one of the better defensive players in the NFL, period. Yeah. And they, but, yeah, he played well well yesterday. His secondary, obviously, very good with Snead and McDuffie and Reed. I mean, Snead pretty, just, pretty much just erased Diggs. Diggs was such a disappointment yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yep. and, but you also want to give credit to, to Snead and what yep. he did. Yeah. Uh, McDuffie, um, I love him. Yeah, I know he was an All Pro, and I I hadn't watched too much of him surprisingly because the Chiefs were on every prime time. But he's good. just a tough, yeah, nickel corner, which yeah. is what you want. You want your nickel corner to be tough, be able to tackle, and be able to cover. It's kind of like you have to ask him to be a linebacker and a cornerback. Yeah, he's very good at it. Uh, he's part of that what they got back in that Tyreek trade as well. Yeah, I'll take that one. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen yesterday. Okay, let's let's. Let's, okay. let's settle in here. 26 for 39, 186 yards passing, one touchdown, no interceptions. Honestly, that's a great day against the Chiefs defense. Yep. That's a great day against the Chiefs defense. And for Josh Allen, who's not to mention, you need to tack on about 100 more yards in just plays that weren't made by his supporting cast. Yep. The biggest one is the one we mentioned, the bananas. That throw could have been just a legendary, like I think of some Aaron Rodgers throws, like the, the, the James Cook you know, on the sideline. Yeah. Like, Packer fans will know what that is. This, that throw, 65 yards at least, I think. It was a rocket. Late in the fourth quarter. I mean, that could have let him just end the game. Just hit his hands in stride, just right there, and he dropped it. Josh Allen, this is the best playoff game I've seen him play. He was fantastic. Because he didn't do the, okay, he did hero ball thing. That's Josh Josh Allen. But he didn't do the turnover hero ball thing. Yeah. He, he was, he's phenomenal. He was the only player that could make big plays. James Cook was fine, 18 for 61, not very efficient. There's no other big plays happening unless Josh Allen was just making up out of nowhere. He had 12 carries, 17 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. So leading rusher, obviously the heart and soul of this team. Diggs, big Diggs being out and Gabe Davis being out kind of hurt them, like like explosiveness because they were just trying to make anything happen. Shakir played well. But he's not there there yet right. to be the you know you know like that kind of guy. Uh, Kincaid's a rookie, so he kind of can give him a pass, but not really. Diggs just kind of 
for us, for as much complaining as Diggs does, you needed Diggs here. You need you Diggs needed him here. Plays. And for the fourth year in a row, he has that picture of him standing over there watching the Chiefs run the field and celebrate another AFC championship visit or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he. I just feel so. And bad now, for... now get ready for the whole off season of is he back? Is he gonna move on? Is he asking for a trade? Oh yeah. And I don't even know what the right move is now with him and Josh Allen. Yeah, I mean, they, oh gosh, See, as 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 much as we're piling, not piling on the Bills here, they were so close to winning this game. Or yes, obviously they're close to tying it. They're a couple feet close to tying yeah. it. Yeah, Bass couldn't hit that field goal. Um, but just when they had the ball with all their timeouts, I think on the thirty or just on that side where they're going to take shots at the end zone, I thought this is going to be it. They're going to do it. Yep, like Josh Allen's going to do it. And just to get that far and that close at home after the two weeks that they've had with the weather and and the in the Fan base coming through is just so heartbreaking. This yeah. is, I think, this is the toughest loss of Josh Allen's career. Yeah, because because he, he played so well. Yeah. He he. You, you now you kind of don't know what his legacy is because like he just can't win that game. So I have he, some legacy stats about him. Ready? Um, in ten career playoff games, that's a good sample size. Yeah, ten playoff games, he has twenty-seven total touchdowns, four interceptions. So he's taking care of the ball in the playoffs. Um, twenty-seven total touchdowns. Um, over 500 yards rushing, 65% completion percentage, almost 3,000 yards passing, uh, and they're 5-5, five and five, and they have not been to the Super Bowl. You could blame, I mean, who knows what to blame that on, coaching or game planning or whatever outside kind of factors, but it's just he needs to win one of these at some point. He just yeah. needs to, to, to cement himself as, I'm not Phillip Rivers, I'm actually Drew Brees. That's, Al- he's yeah. fighting with that right now. Josh Allen has the worst quarterback playoff record in NFL history against teams uh, starting quarterbacks, uh, minimum five starts. So basically, t- uh, quarterbacks with at least five starts, he has the worst uh, record, uh, one in five. Right above him is Dak Prescott at two and five, and then Alex Smith, two and five, and then two guys I don't know. Billy Kilmer. Sounds like the guy from... Uh... B- Billy Kimba. Yeah, yeah, Kimber. That, that's Okay, it's different. Sorry, he's on the list too. Don't know who that is. Peaky blinders. Um, so it's just his 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 record and his legacy is so tough because it doesn't match what he's done as an individual. Because he needs he needs a championship. This will all be written off. This will all be forgotten. This will all be forgiven if you just just get him a championship, Buffalo. Please, I don't know if it's the head coach. I don't know. I I don't know what to do with this team. I don't know whether you fire the head coach. Well, it, it could be as simple as this. We've seen this in all sports when there's a dominant. You know, the Bulls, the Warriors. You could also name the other teams during that era who never made it to a championship. You think of, I think, you know, you think of the, the Warriors you th- or the Heat. Yeah. The Heatles. Remember when yeah. they had Wade and all the, the, the that Pacers team that never made it to yeah. the championship. Yeah. You think of the, the, the Rockets team with Harden and, and, uh, and, um, Chris Paul. Yeah. And never made it because the Warriors were the Warriors. That, that's in every single sport. It could just be, listen, you play, you're just unfortunate to play. In when, Mahomes when prime, Mahomes and Andy Reid paired up. Like yeah, just, that's just—it's just a tough break for you. And I think I'm over the Stephon Diggs stuff. Like, if you're gonna be like, do like, if you're gonna be a a problem and not perform, and then cost your team that much in money. I mean, they're this offseason, they're what is it, forty six over over the cap, so they need to start doing some budgeting, some tough choices here. I mean, Stephon Diggs not only was not wide receiver one, game changer in this game. His last 10 games, he didn't have a single 100-yard re- uh, receiving game. He only had uh, two games 
with six or more catches. He, he just wasn't very – only one touchdown in the last 10 games. He just hasn't been very good. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I don't I don't want to say he's washed, but I don't – I know Josh Allen's played well. Yeah. I know the other receivers have played well. Dalton Kincaid has strong finish. I don't know what the issue is there, but they might need to make a tough decision here and just say, listen, we need to change our wide receiver one or a playmaker or maybe a couple wide receivers with Gabe Davis leaving too. But I, I don't know. And I, I want to ask you about Sean McDermott. I mean, do you – I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> like, what? I guess you have to because you have to find out some way. He's immediately getting hired. Yeah, he's 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 immediately the so Falcons, quickly. He's the Falcons head coach tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but we don't know. I mean, I think it has to. But who do you bring in, and what's different? Does difference that does he make? Do you bring in an offensive guy to kind of like pair with Josh? I don't know. This this sucks because I was we the America was cheering for yeah for the Bills. He just. Hasn't had the help he's needed, and I, and I hate to—I don't make an excuse for him, but you can't say anything else with the numbers he's putting up, with the game he played yesterday, to not deserve. Like he deserves a win for what he, how he played yesterday. Yeah, and just you look around the field, and it's just uh, disappointment in the form of injury, disappointment in the form of Von Miller. Not this is these are supposed to be Von Miller's moments. Yeah, you know Von Miller. I, I was reading that uh, if you break down his contract per tackle, he got five million dollars per tackle this year. Because he just did so little. Yep. I mean, just just a lack of playmakers. Um, and they're just, lo- they're losing uh, some guys. Uh, who they're losing? Epinesa, Leonard Floyd, Micah Hyde. Micah Hyde's huge. Daquan Jones, Taylor Rapp, all free agents. They're already four six over the cap, so they're in a tough spot with some tough choices. We could this this could be a very different team next year if they decide to move on from yeah. McDermott. I think Joe Brady has a phenomenal job. I think he might be the in house head coach. Higher, if you were to do that, that listen, they need to, they need to lock that up, and if 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 he's going to get hired away, then you need to fire McDermott and hire Brady as your head coach. Yeah, um, because he changed it for the for the for the Bills' offense when he took over. They were, if you remember, they were out of your top ten. Yeah, they were. Like, yeah, like they were dead in the water, and then Brady really saved this team. The, he is priority one. All the guys you mentioned, Stephon Diggs, Joe Brady's priority one. Yeah. You need that. The Brady-Allen connection works. Because look what happened on, on the other side. They have not comparing them. But the Andy Reid, Mahomes thing, look, 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 look at the difference it makes when your head coach and your quarterback are just in sync. Yep. You win these games. Yep. Um, yeah, so Bills go down, unfortunate. I mean, just, just heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking for them. But Chiefs move on because they're the Chiefs. Uh, they reach their – Mahomes reaches his uh, and, sixth oh AFC God. championship game in six years. And how many times next week are we going to see Tara Swift? And what the hell is her? Brittany. Brittany Mahomes. Well, hopefully Jason Kelsey does it solid again. Yeah. Just yep. block, takes over the party. This is why, I was telling this earlier, this is why I love Jason Kelsey. Because he took all the attention away from these people who are not our favorite. I would just yeah. be nice about it. Yeah. To this overweight lineman, just <laughs> shirt off, drinking, drunk, whatever, vibing out. Everyone okay. was just cheering for him. I you just love Jason Kelsey. About that. This man's tolerance is net. He was drinking pregame in the parking lot with the Bills. Yeah. And then he's, when he was doing the shirt off thing, yelling, I remember thinking, it's only the second quarter. Yep. Like, how are you redlining? Yep. And it's like, what, <laughs> what is going on? Like, but he just, he kept the energy all throughout and. God help him. God what, love him. What a, what a press box addition. Yeah. He's, he's welcomed in the uh, press box. And, and if you're going to show that press box, make sure you show Jason as much as, as you show Taylor. Yeah. Honestly, he's, he was, he added to the, this whole environment of the game. That was, what a crazy press box to be just a fly on the wall. <sighs> like the difference between the, the Kelsey family 
the yeah. Swift posse, yeah. and the Mahomes kind of clan. Yeah, because like, Mahomes' dad is just not what I thought Mahomes' dad would be. Just a, he, he's there. Very serious gentleman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then you have just his wife's an idiot. If you ever get Jackson in there, God help us. Yeah, we haven't seen him for probably a good reason. Yeah, he's um, in court. Yeah. yeah. Or you got to spit, whatever. He is battling charges. The law. The law. Mm-hmm. Him versus the law right now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that then you have the, the Taylor Swift, which was like a monster by herself, not like monster. Like yeah. her, she's such a big brand. Weirdly uh, enough, I don't mind Taylor Swift. I think she's fine. She's a little cringy sometimes. Brittany Holmes gets to me. Brittany Brittany Holmes is is tough watch. The fact that Taylor Swift is a thing annoys me. That more annoys me about like the the the, the broadcast, like yeah, that they're highlighting it so much. But I mean, how many they, times did we see Haley Seinfeld yesterday? Zero. Well, we don't know if she was there or not. That's what I'm saying. But like. Jason Kelsey being there. I'm like, okay, this is forgivable. That's what we want to see. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this guy. That's what I want to see. Just scream top of his lungs, shirt off, in like 10-degree weather. Oh, God, what what a gem to have. And I, I'll double down. If he if he retires, someone's got to pay him whatever he wants to be in their booth and just be oh, the fan yeah. favorite. Oh, yeah, or the Kelsey cast. Or the Kelsey cast. That's mm-hmm. my top choice right now. Um, okay, so that's all for our Game Recaps Division round. We'll have more on uh, Championship Round. Coming up this weekend oh. uh, as the week goes on. Quick note here. All-Pro center Frank Ragnow, he suffered a sprained knee and a sprained ankle. I believe on the same play on Sunday's game. Uh, missed a few plays. Somehow went back in. Played the rest of the game. He's supposed to be healthy. Very important, especially as they're going to uh, take on the uh, number one seed. Yep. Yep, number one seed, San Francisco 49ers. Got anything else? That was a great weekend. No. Uh, football's fun, and next week's going to be even better because it's championship, babe. The Super Bowl's right there. Championship weekend, we have the um, same, same the uh, the matchups here. We have the Chiefs visiting the number one seed Baltimore Ravens, and then of course the Detroit Lions playing the 49ers yeah. in Santa Clara. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Yeah. I'll see you guys Wednesday. Peace. Bye.